0: You are now lost in the woods with fames. Just, just, just push play. Welcome to lost in the woods with fames episode 30. The only podcast in the world that I know of where we want you to get lost lost in a safe way so it could be the first hour of an eight-hour shift or a 10-hour shift or a 12-hour shift but this podcast is here to fill up that time it's like when you're driving on the freeway and you notice oh my goodness i've been driving for 15 minutes and i totally spaced out safely how i got to this point well this is what this podcast is for you're going to get lost we have a special guest in the meantime let's jam out bad, bitch o'clock.
1: yeah it's thick
0: Welcome, 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 welcome. I feel so welcome. Welcome to Lost in the Woods with Fames. Episode 30, as I said earlier, we have a special guest, a great friend of mine, Greg. He was on the One Night in Reno podcast a couple years ago, and he was nice enough to bring me some Hennessy. Welcome, so, Greg.
2: Very nice to be here. It's some, some Hennessy you earned, <laughs> Hennessy the Hennessy. Dolphins
0: earned for you, at least. Thank you. Shout out to Miami Dolphins, if you're a Miami Dolphin fan. Thank you. Um, last time you brought Hennessy it was very beneficial well you, you brought it to my wedding
2: yeah, yeah. It was and, a special occasion
0: and um surprisingly we 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 the bartender needed the hennessy because we ran out we started getting dry shocking yeah so <laughs> so if that happened then I think it's going to be a good moment on this podcast with you to get lost so thanks for getting lost with us I love
2: getting
0: lost cheers man cheers to you
2: there are a few people I'd rather get lost with.
0: <laughs> well, when was the last time you got lost in? How about that? It could be literal or Ooh. physiological. I don't even know if that's the word.
2: It's a word. I don't A-word. know if it's the word. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's the word. The <laughs> word.
2: I mean, I get lost frequently. It's funny. I drive around everywhere for my job now, but I lived in Reno pretty much my whole life, and I used to not know where anything was. So yeah. like, I've only recently, I've been doing the EMT thing for about a year now and finally know kind of like the basics of where I'm at, but there's still calls every day where I'm like, I have no idea where
0: that is. Do you have like a, a four like four streets that you use to like, as baselines for everywhere in Reno Sparks, I want to say?
2: I mean, the main things are like knowing all around McCarran and then like the freeways, just know your exits and that kind of stuff. And then we have posts all over mm-hmm. the city, so... Knowing where your posts are at helps a lot because then you're you kind of know the basic area at
0: least. Where's Wedekind?
2: Wedekind? Yeah. That is over by. Um...
0: I had to throw a curveball.
2: Nah, yeah, this is a good quiz. I was just there <laughs> last night, so I better get this one. Wedekind is over east, kind of. Uh, it's by McCarran, by Sutro, kind
0: of. Yeah, you're you're right, and, and, and you're right because it's east. Because if as soon as you – it transitions from Reno to, I think, like, Sparks or yeah, – Yeah, yeah. It's, like, right there. Yeah. It's actually, I think it goes into it. I don't know if a lot of streets do that, but I could be totally wrong. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well
2: – The Reno-Sparks border has always confused the shit. I mean, I have no idea where Reno becomes Sparks officially. Isn't it
0: the um, – the, I go off of the drive-ins. Once you – excuse me. Once you cross over the drive-ins – that's Sparks, right? I think
2: – I mean, that's Sparks. I don't know if that's the border. <laughs> you might have already been in Sparks for a second, but yeah, I know been, that is – You've in been in
0: Sparks, Sparks for like two miles since <laughs> right. before you got there, you know. Yeah, you've
2: been lost in Sparks.
0: Lost in Sparks, man. And then it like it goes all the way up because you can still keep going up north and you're still technically in Reno. And then you go into this, like, weird area. It's like this dark area. Are you in Reno? Are you in Sun Valley? Are yeah. you in Sparks? Or are you not even existent on this earth right now, and there's some places up there like that. You never oh, know. Yeah, like, yeah. where am I at in Sun Valley, Nevada?
2: There's a lot of yeah places in Sun Valley that make you feel like you're not on this earth.
0: Well, I'm I'm happy that you're getting better with uh, kind of knowing all the areas and not getting as lost. Yeah. Th- there's a, there's a, when you first were starting? Were you getting like? Did you use like the was it TomTom Tom, I think back in the day? Was it the TomTom thing? Was that like a uh, navigation? The, yeah, the old ones like it's like I
2: vaguely remember the commercials for TomTom. Tom.
0: I think it's TomTom. I think it was a Tom. Okay. Something like that. And then or you know, it was that or you had to print out like the old Yahoo oh, stuff. I was
2: MapQuest
0: printouts Mapquest, all yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I didn't even have, like, a phone with GPS for forever, so I was, you know, printing out the maps, and I would get lost with those constantly.
0: Do you miss that kind of, like, like yeah. just, like, did you're, like... Because I, I remember back in the day, because I didn't have a phone, like, a phone that could do GPS for, like, a while. must have been, like, technically in college, because I was still, like, printing that stuff out. Probably yeah. past, a little bit past college. Maybe around there. But I remember just, like, printing out, and you just, like... You had to have those pages. You had to have, like, yeah, yeah. one all nine of those pages and you're flipping through it no matter what checking you know, it off as you're getting these yeah steps, you know so you it's know like where where's the mcdonald's on this this is the left turn we have to go to and he, and if you miss it i well, fortunately i never missed it but if you missed it you never know where you'll <laughs> oh, be I missed it all the time. especially in nevada or california too oh man yeah so yeah, but, I
2: feel like when you used to have to, like, print out maps like that and stuff, it was, like, that little bit of extra effort, it was, like, more meaningful when you would take a trip, like, yeah. you, had to, you had to really take some time and prepare, and, that and added some, some, uh, some meaning.
0: And then the, uh, did you ever, like, do a road trip when you were younger, like, you know, halfway or some parts of, like, Middle America or even East Coast, West Coast, oh, yeah. driving?
2: My family did a lot of big road trips right after um, eighth grade graduation, actually, me and my best friend at the time, Mike Hurd. Shout out Mike Hurd.
0: Shout out to Mike Hurd.
2: Mike Hurd. <laughs> uh, we went on a, my, my parents took us across the country to Florida. We drove in an RV, drove all the way to see my family in Florida and drove back, went to all kinds of tourist stops on the way. Took a lot of weird, like gangster <laughs> kind of goofy poses and photos yep. to annoy my mom. Like, I don't think I gave her one decent photo of me the whole trip. I was
0: <laughs> You're living life as a kid, man. Yeah, yeah. I used to like those maps too. At those um, random mom pop's yeah, yeah. gas stations. Like and they're just like looking like, Oh, I'm in Iowa and it was like there's this like very detailed map that we're probably only just staying on like the interstate the whole time. But it's cool that you got to be a part of well, I don't know if be a part of it, but you just see this map. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays you just like apple maps or there's Google there's like no
2: physical maps I was with my my brother we went to Winnemucca he was, <laughs> he's looking to do some hunting around there and uh we went into a gas station to get like a map of the area find find a better spot and they they didn't have any like that used to be like every gas station had maps of the whole state like they needed to
0: it's a uh, I guess it's a way to um it's good for their environment I guess maybe Maybe. I'm I'm trying to figure out Uh, like like less
2: like they're killing less trees. Yeah, I guess so. You know,
0: this paperless everything is paperless. I guess, but it's good to have that paper. You know, and also you never know. You print everything out, and you somehow got the color printer instead of using black and white, and then it's really colorful. You get excited to go to these, you know, to the middle of uh, Wyoming or something. You know, you just never know.
2: And I think being able to use like the original style map is an important skill. Like your phone's gonna die out in the wilderness; you're gonna be lost. You gotta yes. know how to read that map.
0: Yes. You keep saying lost, man. We're getting lost in there, right. man. Um, lost. Lost.
2: Lost. <laughs> this week.
0: This w- loss. <laughs> I was uh, I was going I was on a run. Let me tell you the story. I was on a run this week, right? And I'm kind of training for a half marathon. I mean, oh yeah. I, I just you know I run all the time, but I signed up for this half marathon, right? And I was running downtown Reno, and then um, I was, I don't know if I was running fast, but I was sweating a lot. I sweat a lot anyway. And <laughs> I'm, I'm at the stoplight, and it's, uh, let's say, I think it's probably 5, 6 in the morning, and this, this woman, she's like in her late 20s, probably early 30s, and she uh, I'm just waiting for the light, catching my breath, and she, you know, she said something to me, and I didn't know because I had my headphones in. And then eventually I, I noticed she was talking to me, and then I, I took out my headphones. She said, I'm proud of you. Oh. I was like, that was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, thank you. But when I was leaving the room, I was like, man, I don't ever want anyone to go out the way to tell me you're proud of me because either I must look super out of shape <laughs> or I yeah. look like I'm struggling. I don't know. I you always look, get, get. You look this, so in shape that uh, you're inspired. Yeah. In I was like, I was like, Jesus, like, I was like, Golly, I, I want to go to the closest store and just buy nothing but like fucking salads for like the next week or so. I was like, I was like, thanks. And then I'm like, I need to eat a little better. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking like like a motivational like uh, fucking video, a transition video or something. So, No,
2: oh, yeah, you're the you're the part two of the motivation. <laughs> you're the after step. That's why she's proud of you.
0: Well, and then I was thinking like. Uh, what what can I do so I, I won't get those comments, you know? But that's that was just going through my my, my my mind, you know? It's not like... It's probably not negative, but I put it as negative, you know, because I'm just like, Jesus, what what did I, you know, present to her? I was sweating a ton. Yeah. Like, what could it have been, you know?
2: I think you were just self-conscious because you were sweating.
0: Yeah, I was. And it was really <laughs> early in the morning. It wasn't even that hot outside, so...
2: I mean, a lot of these early mornings, it's still been hot. This last week, it's
0: cooled down. I know. Um, and it's fire season, I guess, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Smoked out.
0: H- how are you doing with this all this fire right now?
2: I mean, we've had a, a fair few calls of people affected by the smoke, either breathing or one guy, his eyes really were, were red and sore just from the smoke. Like, It's been bad. Yeah. We should, uh, we should take action against California. Yeah. <laughs> No um, more fires, build a wall Build a wall <laughs> uh, do, we, do,
0: we, do we keep Tahoe is the real question then
2: Oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta Surrender Invade all our, Tahoe and take and, over the rest of it
0: Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> um, Hold the post for Ta- The Tahoe post <laughs> As a ne- <laughs> Nevadian or whatever really. you want to call us
2: We gotta save it before they burn it down
0: Yeah, um, did you hear about that News was the The founder of Panagonia
2: Oh, yeah. He, like, gave away the the company, right? Yeah, he
0: gave – so what I was reading, he gave away the company.
2: To fight climate change.
0: Yeah, climate change and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool, you know?
2: That's amazing. That's very rare for somebody that wealthy to be like, you know what, have everything.
0: Yeah, because I think – I forgot. Pentagon makes a lot of money. I think they're, like, in the billions of – Oh, yeah. He's he's a big billionaire for sure. profit, because, you know, all the profit, obviously, is going to uh, climate change.
2: That's yeah that's incredible.
0: And then I did like uh like some superficial research because I'm all big for like you know anything for the environment. Yeah. You know, I always you know see if there's any way I could help. And um, I'll mm-hmm. see what has he you know his philosophy or whatever the kind of going And they they have some extensive work or they've been like fighting it previously. Uh, the only thing that threw me off was they did like have uh, they do have some stuff made in China. But they have been working on that, and then I was thinking, well, maybe that money can start helping. What's like the best way? Because I think a lot of stuff, you know, China doesn't have as much regulations, Mm -hmm. like let's say like air quality or you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like maybe that that money can like help shift them, but I don't know.
2: I mean, it's worth worth taking the step, right?
0: Yeah, it's 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 a monumental. Um, movement it Makes you want to buy Panagonia right Yeah There's, I mean
2: They got high quality stuff It's Patagonia. pricey
0: It's pricey right yeah. <laughs> But it's But it's going to Climate change fight Totally And it helps To build that wall Yeah You know So
2: <laughs> Keep Nevada skies
0: blue <laughs> they, I like that Can we get that on the hat Let's make some stickers <laughs> Keep Nevada Sky Blue I like that and then, you know, just have a nice blue hat, white letters, yeah. and then you never know. Greg, are you pl- do, you, do you plan on running for some, like, election? Like, that slogan <laughs> was so smooth.
2: You know, I think I'm much better as a slogan writer than as mm. an elected official. I could see Probably. you being
0: a, a good elected official, you know?
2: You know, I, I prefer my elected officials to be dogs. Okay. I think they are better than humans, so.
0: Oh, as in dogs, as in. The-
2: as in, like real dogs. Like, when okay. a dog becomes a mayor of a town, that's my favorite kind of politician. So. Does that does that
0: happen a lot? You know, like I
2: mean, there's a lot of small towns that like they just elect the same dog mayor every four <laughs> years, and they seem to be doing fine. Like whatever their system is. What I'm about it.
0: What kind of thing do the dogs do? You know, do they?
2: You know, I think it's just like they're they're kind of like. Uh, celebratory figure more like the queen where they don't yeah. wield any real power they just greet like diplomats and yeah, night people
0: damn I would like to go to one of those towns I feel like yeah. there's a lot of mountain towns to probably have that oh yeah yeah it's just like dog like big
2: ass mountain dog with yeah. like the barrel of like hot soup or whiskey or whatever
0: yeah you know like in the cartoons and then like the owner has like overalls and yeah. big belly yep. tobacco chew who knows yep. all that huh. sounds like some places up in uh Susanville a little bit area. Okay. Just saying. What, uh, was there a lot of uh, incidents of people, you know, having a hard time getting over the queen passing? Like um, a lot of people like, oh, the queen pass. You know, I've seen a lot more the other way where it's people like from
2: other countries who are celebrating the queen being gone. Like, oh. I saw there was a group of Irish guys who went and they did a video. <laughs> they river danced in front of Buckingham Palace to Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah, i seen that. The day the queen died. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's there's mixed mixed opinions on the queen. She seemed like a nice lady to me, but I didn't know her all too well.
0: I didn't know that. Sometimes you just don't know. What's the best way to say it? You don't know the tensions between other countries and right.
2: stuff. Yeah, you don't know how bad it is until an event like that happens. You realize, yeah. like, oh, no, these people hated her.
0: Yeah, and then they 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 live so close by, too. It's like yeah. they had all this tension, and it's, it's a good a way to celebrate, I guess. Yeah. Like, who, like, I don't want to say that. Like, who would America celebrate if they pass away? Because I don't ever, I don't like celebrating deaths in general. So. right, right.
2: right. I mean, it was kind of like when Osama bin Laden got killed; everyone celebrated that. Of
0: course. That was that was weird, man. I remember when Osama bin so.
2: And I, sh- I say everyone. There was a lot of people who were saying don't celebrate even him dying. But to them, I was like, this is Osama bin. Laden. <laughs> I, I'm gonna celebrate this."
0: I was. Uh, it was. It was during the um, Obama's second term, right? Yeah, were, yeah I, I think I, it was like. Or maybe it 20, was
2: 2013 or something like
0: that. Yeah, so, I remember that. And it was weird because I didn't know there'll be a, I, I, for some reason, one, there's two things. I didn't know that he will ever die because we've been looking for him since like, right. Like forever.
2: Yeah. I was kind of thinking we'll just never hear about him again. He, and, he dies in some cave somewhere or yeah. escape to South America or whatever.
0: And then I always thought he was dead because there's always those reports that he died and you know, his, his health was just like, mm-hmm. so when I heard that it was, It was like shocking. And also, all I can think is, like, well, how is the um, people that support, you know, Osama bin Laden are going to react? Because I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone in general. So, and now it was just like, because I I was was worried, like, for like probably a good year or so about that, you know, because I thought he was like untouchable, untouchable pretty much, too, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So he had been
2: missing for like twelve years. <laughs> it's pretty crazy,
0: and then he was just by that compound like right by it to the like the I forgot what uh country uh military base was it I don't even know it was, I don't remember. Uh, might might have been like I don't wanna mess it up, but I think it was like Saudi Arabia or something close to like their military base. He was like Good. living under it, but anyways, forget about all that. Let's talk about some good stuff.
2: Let's. I love good things.
0: Have you heard about this leg extender thing? Surgery.
2: <laughs> leg extender surgery?
0: Yeah. A new surgery? I don't know how new it is, but is it's Is it like, like they break the bones in your legs and then let them grow
2: until your legs are longer?
0: A little bit more dynamic than that. Okay. Well, before we go in there, there's a movie like Adam Sandler. Was he in a surgeon or something like that? When, like, or someone in like they're trying to, like, they had like a penis extension I want to say I forgot what Adam Sandler movie that was was that the 51st dates one someone's yelling right now listen to this podcast telling us <laughs> it's this one he had a penis surgery no like one of his friends did in that movie oh uh, I don't know that's not ringing a bell for me do you are you a big uh, Adam Sandler fan I mean for
2: his older stuff for sure I've seen like most of his older movies several times over. A lot of his newer, like Netflix ones, I haven't checked out yet.
0: Um,
2: I think... I love Adam Sandler, though. He's one of a kind.
0: Just go with it? I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. It yeah, might I didn't been, see that one. It, it might have been that one. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. But So there's a surgery right now that's going on. Well, it's it's becoming more frequent. It's It's a leg extension surgery. So what they do is, like you said, they break... They're breaking the leg, the femur. Yeah. And then they're putting some metal rods in. It's about a year of recovery. Yeah. Um, It's it's about $75,000. It's, it's a cosmetic surgery, so you're, no insurance yeah, you're is covering not. that at all. Yeah. And then... um, Nor should they. Nor should they, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll, we'll cover your longer I, legs. I wish
0: I was taller. I wish I... I <laughs> and they, they have a big clinic down in Vegas, too. So it starts off... For $75,000, you can get, I believe... About three inches, I want to say, in, like, in height.
2: Put but, some lifts in your shoes. for. I know, ages. right? How much? <laughs> but can you find some $75,000 lifts in your shoes?
0: <laughs> and then uh, I think it goes all the way to $150,000. Now, I don't know how tall you get, but the only thing is when you get these extensions, you're only extending your legs. Right. So you might look kind yeah, mis- of, you know.
2: Proportions might look all weird. Yeah, you might like- look like you have like... Little stubby arms after you get the big long legs. Yeah, you know, like uh,
0: someone from the Adams Family or something. I don't know, <laughs> the, the Butler or something. Lurch. Yeah, but all the I know, but all the patients are saying they um, they have like this in common that uh, it helps them feel like more complete version of themselves.
2: I mean, I'm I'm all about whatever you can do to make yourself feel good in this life. Go yeah. for it you're, if you're not hurting anybody.
0: I kind of don't want to know what's the like age. Like, you can do it that yeah. you can, like, still play basketball.
2: I would assume for that surgery they have to wait until you're full grown. Like, I wouldn't want to think they'd be risking damaging your growth plates or
0: anything, but I don't know. So, let's let's do a scenario then, Greg. So, Greg, let's say in another universe or so, multiverse, you're 22. 22, damn. You're 22. At the, or I don't know when males stop growing. I think it's 26, to be quite honest, but... It,
2: yeah, that sounds right. Like I know like brain development, they say like 25 or 26.
0: Yeah, so let's say 25, 26. How about we boost up the age? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, let's say you're six foot and you never went to college, but you, you're still eligible to go. Well, you're always eligible to go to college, but you're eligible yeah. to play basketball. Okay. You get the surgery. Now you're, you're six foot. Now you're six five. Okay. You go to college, start playing, and then... You're on the NBA roster.
2: I'll tell you what that—that's the dream
0: <laughs> right there for seventy-five thousand-dollar bet.
2: You could make me seven foot eight, and I'm not making five points in the NBA. It's not going to make a difference. So the leg extension—the <laughs> the, the leg extension's is not helping right. you at all. The height is a, a factor in how bad <laughs> I am at basketball, but it's by no far the most important one. So what?
0: What would be? I, they say they—they they feel complete. What would be a reasoning for someone to get that height? I guess, uh, like, I'm trying to think of a tall person, what advantage they have besides being tall. I guess they can get stuff off without, like, pulling up a chair or something, right? Yeah. What other, like, things would come, come to your mind? Uh, maybe this is coming from a
2: shorter person's perspective but I feel like taller people especially like significantly tall people they are generally more confident people because they've never had to worry about being insecure about their height which a lot of people are
0: that's that's good that's a good reason to get it well then since we're talking about you know confidence or non-confidence but what is like a surgery or procedure or something that might not be present now but maybe in the future that um that you would have if you had an abundance of money. Cause you know, these are, um, cosmetic surgery. Sounds right, right, like, right. uh, you know.
2: I mean, if I could get some like functional angel wings,
0: functional I, angel wings. Okay. I'm, I, I'm listening. I, I
2: would, I would shell out all the money I ever earned. And like pledge my future generation's wealth in order to have some angel wings and fly around. He's just
0: like full blown all white feathers angel oh, yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Like angel
2: that. from X-Men just cruising around the sky. Yeah.
0: The only, only thing with that is it kind of gives me like um, I don't when I think of like a flying human kind of I think of like Jeepers Creepers guy. Ooh, but they, they, they didn't have like fe- feather angel wings. Right. He was more like human
2: bat skin wings. Yeah. A little creepier.
0: I wouldn't want to see you like just flying around, man. that would be weird. We're just at a bar, like, all right, time to leave. And just like, boof,
2: what boof. if I had big like ladybug wings?
0: That'd be that'd cool, be cute, right? Yeah, that'd be cute, and it'd be like loud and stuff, and just like <laughs> vibrating. Yeah, here comes Greg. He's late. <laughs> well, I guess outside of that, I would want to get like. Uh, I think uh, some, like, hair transplant.
2: Hair transplant?
0: Or a trans thing. The thing they be using, like, to make, like, your hair all bushy and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I think LeBron James has it.
2: Oh, I thought he had just, like, full-on, like, hair plugs, but, like, oh, rich, expensive kind of putting. I would get
0: that if I had the money. Because, I don't know, I think my hair's thinning. But my barber's doing a really good job. But I feel like it's thinning. My wife tells me it's thinning. Sometimes the angle doesn't look like it. Sometimes it does. Sometimes there's sun out. Sometimes there's no sun. Sometimes I wear a hat. You could get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Now, if I had the money, I would do it.
2: Oh, yeah. And, and sure you just have that perfect clean cut at all times? Like, yeah. That, that's worth the money.
0: But also, if I had under the money, not enough, I would try to find a way like to have like that permanent bald hair like um, mm. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know if that's even a thing. Like, people have permanent bald hair. I
2: mean, I you could probably do like laser hair removal. It would probably take a fuckload of sessions,
0: but that's yeah, probably a thing.
2: Does that hurt? Do you know? I think so. I'm pretty sure one of my cousins did like her entire legs laser hair and said it was not an enjoyable experience.
0: Does she have just like a lot of hair? That's why, or what? or is she just, she tired just of, like, hated shaving. shaving her legs. Yeah,
2: so, this was yeah years ago. Shaving. Do you shave your legs? I have them before. But,
0: okay, but no, not regularly okay it's, it's a personal question
2: i i I'll shave anything once <laughs> <laughs> understood understood
0: i uh I have never shaved my legs, but I always tell this story um when uh when I was a kid, my mom had this thing called i think it's called nair
2: yeah nair. and
0: and I thought it was lotion, <laughs> and I was rubbing on my legs, and I was like, damn, my legs are like feeling spicy <laughs> and then uh <laughs> obviously i have never like people have looked at my legs like it doesn't look like a shave. but i don't get that much hair on my legs ever and i never shaved ever ever. and i think it's because of that and i was like a like a kid putting that on so maybe it'll like stunt my growth or something
2: (laughs) you killed all those hair cells when you were young
0: yeah so i don't know um but yeah wings hair I like it, man. Yeah. I, you never know in the future they might be get those wings going on there.
2: The future, there's gonna be all kinds of crazy things we can't imagine.
0: Yeah, and they always, uh, they always like to play with that like that Jurassic Park line, you know? Right, right, right. It's like, when, should we be doing? This? Yeah, so, you know, what are we gonna try? They're always trying to bring something back, you know. <laughs> and eventually, they're gonna start bringing stuff back. You know, we're gonna be at like um, taking a flight to Hawaii. I think that's where Jurassic Park was at in a movie at or something like that
2: probably or Costa Rica some, some island
0: and then we just go we like just enjoy the amusement park and just have a ball yeah I don't know
2: I'm all about dinosaurs dinosaurs are amazing do you believe in dinosaurs <laughs> personally yes it's a very personal topic for me I'm willing to share I I believe in dinosaurs I'm a big fan of them yeah yeah, my nephew was in his big dinosaur phase about a year ago. and uh,
0: He's a paleontologist or something? <laughs> I don't know if that's the word. He's He could be in the future. Yeah. The world's his oyster. <laughs> Jeff, uh, what's his name? Goldblum or something? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he was like, I don't know what his role was in Jurassic Park.
2: You know, I haven't seen the original Jurassic Park in way too long.
0: You should watch it. It's classic.
2: I mean, anything with Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah. Classic. He's a good actor
2: shout out jeff Goldblum. friend of the keep, show friend keep, of the keep show doing what you're doing jeff
0: <laughs> but um well speaking of like somewhat traveling do you got any travel things going on i know we were talking about behind the scenes a couple of weeks ago
2: yeah i've i've had travel on pause for a while now but i'm starting to get into planning stages i really want to do a south america trip because i've never been anywhere south America. Costa Rica as far as I've gone south so far so I, I met a girl out at Burning Man who's from Colombia who's telling me some places to go I'd really love to see Chile and Brazil and Argentina like it's so hard narrowing down the list is always the tough part for me
0: why don't you just uh have you thought about like just do that like full-blown like kind of backpack like two months-ish or three I don't know if that's even enough time it's a long time too
2: yeah like, I'd like to do, like, a backpacking kind of trip like that. I don't know if I could just jump in and do, like, a couple-month-long one like that. I've never really done anything like that before. But my cousin just went and did, like, a whole couple-month backpacking thing, backpacking thing in Europe, and I was checking out her, like, stories and stuff on Instagram. Looked, like, an incredible time. Post,
0: post – I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but post-COVID?
2: she This was just, like, a month ago or so. Oh, she really? She was going out there, yeah.
0: How, did, did you um, – did she – I don't know if you talked to her, but it's just, she seemed like it's, like, kind of good to travel now after, like, because, like, traveling to Hawaii is, or let's say, like, an island for vacation is good, but, like, backpacking and going to multiple countries, I can't yeah. imagine, like, post, you know, pandemic and all.
2: Yeah, you know, I haven't looked into any of, like, the regulations or what's going on in other countries with that, but I know she was part of, like, a big group tour kind of thing where she was going to be with, like, the same group going to all these different spots and I know she's she's vaccinated, has done like all the, the steps, so mm-hmm. she's limiting those those risks as best she can. So yeah, but yeah, I haven't talked to her about the trip yet. But from what I've seen, it seemed like a hell of a time.
0: Yeah, South America. You know Spanish, by the way, or Portuguese. Un poco. I took I took Spanish for three years in high school, but i forgot. forgot. That little.
2: Yeah, a little. Un poco. Oh, look at that. Un poco. Un
0: poquito. Un poquito. <laughs> my, my, my Spanish un, is... un poquito. Un poquito. Something.
2: <laughs> I yeah, I know like a few Spanish phrases. I met a guy. Where was I when I met him? I think I was in Berlin. This guy from Mexico, Jesus, was really cool dude, and he taught taught me a cool phrase they have in Mexico. They say, Con dinero baila el perro." Something black. No, it's oh with money. You with can, money, you can make the dogs dance. Ooh, it's like with money you can do anything. So you which can make the dogs dance?
0: Which I was doing in Berlin then. To make the dogs dance what was the dogs in berlin
2: berlin was tricky to do any kind of dancing I, I stood in line for a couple of clubs for like eight hours didn't get into them and then finally got into a third one at like four in the morning and <laughs> heard like the loudest fastest music of my life for a couple hours before i decided i i wanted to go home and then I continued to be lost in this club for like another hour and a half <laughs> trying to find the exit. <laughs> was it
0: still someone
2: packed or so after 4 oh, o'clock was, in the morning? Yeah, these these clubs in Berlin, people like sleep in them and they go there for like days at a time on these club excursions. It's, are they it's like a on, wild scene.
0: Are they on like a trip? Uh, Like, you know, like a... Like,
2: like traveling or like... Drugs. <laughs> drugs? A lot of them. Most okay. of them. Yeah, huge, huge drug scene there.
0: It's always weird going to clubs when you travel because, like, I've been to a couple of clubs and it's like, it's different. You know, yeah, yeah. I've been to uh, the, this one time I went to this club in uh, in Scotland, ah. and um, it was I was so I, so I was with my f- friend, but they didn't want to go. But we were staying like at a, a hostel. Oh, nice! So it was like a I love hostels. Yeah, hostels are legit. You know, especially well. For, there's I, I will talk about hostels a little bit after this, yeah. but um so they didn't go, but I got cool with some of these people. Like there was these like th- three people from like, uh, Canada, a couple of oh, people okay. from like, uh, Spain, like this Island in Spain and some other people from like America. And then, um, we, we went to this club and it was just, first off, we, I was, I was shocked because there was like this really athletic black man, but it was like black Scottish man, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing the, the, what you call it, The skirt thing The kilt The kilt But but see This whole time I was gonna be like This dumb tourist And buy me a kilt Like at a fucking (laughs) uh, Like a gift shop But it's like (laughs) 15-20 bucks right And looks fucking cheap compared to this <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, yeah. this guy's kilt looks fucking like it was like gucci down there you know <laughs> and i was like thank god i didn't buy that kill i look like a fucking dumbass at this yeah. club wearing this he's kilt. not gonna even
2: let you in he's like no you can go
0: home yeah and he's like this guy is like his legs all athletic and stuff and i was like man this i feel kind of out of place because also all these people are dressed up and then there's these like uh people from the hostel and you know when you're backpacking you're yeah. not
2: <laughs> you, know? you don't you don't bring the flying <laughs> yeah. clothes yeah
0: the, You're lucky you bring, like, two of the best underwear you have in your fucking drawer, you know? (laughs) So, I'm, like, I'm indifferent of being there because I'm, like, I feel out of place. But I'm, like, I want to enjoy this club. And uh, I don't think we were there that long. Eventually, I left and went to a bar and then I just went back to the hostel by myself. And then that's the second part. I guess it's probably a little bit different if you're just, like, going to that place and you have, like, a week or so. And, you know, compared to, like, when you're backpacking you're, like, going to multiple countries within a time frame right, right Right. so i don't know that was uh have you been to other clubs besides like the one in berlin i uh, i have
2: i don't remember a lot of my club experiences okay that's <laughs> a good thing right i mean hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i hope i was on my best behavior for the the times i don't remember
0: what countries have you been i know you said this in the one night in uh, the podcast
2: but like I've been to a lot. I, I'm I'm near forty. If I haven't passed forty at this point, like, let me just rip through. I've, I've done uh, uh, South Africa, Costa Rica, Canada, Mexico. Uh, I did Vietnam, Thailand, Hong Kong. Uh, where else did I go? A lot of Europe countries. Oh, yeah. I've been all over Germany, Austria, Italy, Switzerland, Poland. Australia? Oh, yeah. I did. Australia and New Zealand was my last trip I did. It was my favorite trip. I remember that.
0: I was talking to you out there, too, man.
2: Six weeks. Absolutely incredible. The best people in the world. Such beautiful countries.
0: Um, The Kiwis? That's what they're called? Kiwis. 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 Damn, my English is really bad. (laughs) Kiwis are beautiful people. They're... the.
2: New Zealand is probably the most beautiful country I've I've seen in the world. I only saw the South Island, but uh I hitchhiked from uh Queenstown to Christchurch and uh the entire island was just gorgeous and like the scenery's just constantly changing, but it's always something beautiful. So, like, is it busy.
0: how is it like how big is New Zealand compared to like a state, or what'd you say? Are you saying like population wise? Mm, Geographic wise.
2: Uh it's not big. It took me like I think 4 hours to hitchhike from like tip to tip of this island pretty much. Really? I mean You know what? No, that's not true. It took me longer than that. I don't know. It's it's not very big though. How, how, you can easily drive the whole thing in a day.
0: How was your hitchhiking etiquette, by the way?
2: Uh, started off rocky because <laughs> I I just did a google maps and i was like i'll just start walking on the path it tells me to take and i'll just be hitchhiking and eventually someone will pick me up mm-hmm. and i ended up walking along just their highway for like an hour and a half and i'm hitchhiking and cars are like speeding by me and they're honking i'm like I-, I think there's something wrong here where i shouldn't be doing this but whatever i'm gonna keep walking this way and this uh this cop pulls up behind me and he's like hey w- what are you doing and i'm like oh i'm hitchhiking i'm trying to get to uh queenstown And he's like, well, you can't do that here. That's super illegal. You'll get a big fine. And I was like,
0: oh. Oh, you're not not allowed to hitchhike there.
2: (laughs) I was like, oh, I did not know that. And he's like, well, don't worry about it, man. Hop in the back. Let me drive you up ahead to a spot where you can hitchhike. You'll get picked up right away. And this guy drives me like 25 minutes up the road to the spot and goes way out of his way. And the whole time he's like, I'm in the back of the police car. And he keeps on telling me like, you're not in trouble by the way, mate. Like I'll just have you in the bag. I'm just going to drop you off. I'm like, no, yeah, I know. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he took me uh, up ahead and literally within five minutes of him dropping me off, this nice couple pulled over and picked me up and then hopped in with somebody else. And then eventually hopped in with this guy who drove me like pretty much the entire way. Who was just had a six pack of beers. He was cragging, he was smoking cigarettes on the <laughs> way down and having a good time.
0: What what's the, What's the like law that you just can like hitchhike on a highway or something?
2: Yeah, it's just the highway. You're not allowed to okay. like be walking, which makes sense. It's a safety yeah, thing. There's, super dangerous.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: should have known immediately as I soon as soon as I turned onto that road that I shouldn't have been there. But yeah, I'm not a smart man.
0: Oh no, man, you're having fun, <laughs> man. <laughs> eventually, uh, I
2: got a little bit lost.
0: You, you, you got lost in New Zealand. What what country should we be concerned about that Greg is going to leave America and live there?
2: Ooh, I mean, Australia would be top of the list. Uh, Mel- t- Melbourne's my favorite city in the world now.
0: As you elaborate on the countries, Australia and other ones, tell me more about Australia. Is it like um, always... Not a lot of people live in Australia, right? Do you know? Right,
2: right, right. Yeah. The, so Australia is huge. It is a gigantic country, like... Yeah and the most of the middle of it is i think just like some some native populations pockets of them around but it's it's harsh desert that most people do not live in that area like at all.
0: Do they have mountains there? As in I like I believe so. Like mountains like you know with snow. Yeah. I
2: know they have like at least a couple slopes where in the winter you can do some skiing and they have Okay. Yeah. I think they have a little bit of everything there. Like it's a it's a big continent.
0: Yeah, it's really big. Yeah. I didn't know how close it was at the northern north. I guess that'll be northeast side of it. Mm-hmm. How close it is to Papua New Guinea? Like you could damn oh, there yeah, yeah. swim there. I mean, yeah, yeah. you don't want to, but it's like a like a, it's really close. I didn't know that.
2: Oh yeah, there's yeah a whole bunch of like islands in that region that are right off the coast. Of is
0: it a pretty diverse um, country? Because I know a lot of like I think a lot of people from India or there's think. a lot of yeah like southeast asian and uh yeah indian
2: kind of like communities mm-hmm. um you know i I, don't, I didn't notice it being like hugely diverse in the in the areas i was but i was also sticking mainly to like the bigger cities along the the eastern coastline yeah one difference i did notice between australia and new zealand is like the way they handle their um their native populations is like very different attitudes cuz Everywhere in New Zealand, like every sign is written up in like the native, like what are they, Maori? Like like their language is on literally every sign, and like places are named after all like the Maori language and stuff. And like there's really not a whole lot of that, or at least in the places I saw in Australia.
0: Yeah, when I went to Canada, that kind of threw me off because they do the the First Nation thing. Uh, I I kind of I really like that because it's like if I don't know, I think maybe Native American might not it kind of might be. Well, we used to call them like Indian, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it was kind of outdated. But the First Nation and I was only in Vancouver, but they they kind of went out their way just to like let us know about just and I'm just like going to like a grocery store and hmm. just know about the First Nation. And I was like, this is really cool. They and, and um, they have a really uh, I don't know if you ever been to Vancouver, but they have like a really,
1: haven't
0: yet a really uh nice. diverse population up there. There's a lot of people from uh, India and uh there yeah. too. They have like a. Big Indian.
2: Wow, that's like Asian population side of the world.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, but I don't know. I don't know much about Canada, so
2: they're big Canucks fans. Yeah, let's get a closer the, look yeah, at their team.
0: Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, that's so weird because if you go east, they have the other. What's the other teams up there? The Winnipeg.
2: Oh, they got a bunch. They got the Winnipeg Jets. They got Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. Calgary Flames. Flames.
0: What, what, what place Add did you go Oilers. to what did you go to in Canada
2: I've been to Toronto and Montreal oh okay
0: which one did you like the most
2: I love Toronto Toronto to me felt like New York City if it was friendly because <laughs> it's a huge city it's like six and a half million people or something it, it really like you look around and it feels like you're in New York but yeah much much friendlier people in my experience did you ever
0: slip and say eh?
2: Oh, you know what? I, I went to a hockey camp as a kid, me and my brother. In Canada? Up, Yeah. Up Where Jess. did you
0: used to live? Because it seems like it's out the way.
2: Uh, Well, I've lived in Reno since I was eight years old, but okay. we, we traveled all over. My dad was in the in the military until I was eight, and he retired. But uh, yeah, we lived in Australia for a little bit when I was really little, like too young to remember it. Then we went to Kansas, then we went to Alaska for a few years, then California and Fort Irwin, and then we moved to Reno. Uh, but, yeah, one year we went up to this hockey camp somewhere just across the border. I forget what the name of the town was. And where was I going with this story? Oh, oh saying a. 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 Yeah, I was up there for a week around all these Canadians playing hockey. I got back, and I was saying A after every sentence. My parents were like, you need to cut that out. Yeah, we're not um, in Canada anymore. I don't want to hear it.
0: Isn't it weird? I had, I had a coworker. <laughs> he, uh, he's from he's from Canada. Uh, and he used to just, every once in a while, he just slipped and was like, after a sentence, he said A. I was yeah. like, what? And it's so like nonchalant, right? It's just like we're just talking and it's like, hey, I was like,
2: oh, man, you know how uh, Canada got its name?
0: No, I don't. I don't even know what it means.
2: Oh, it's it's a really interesting story. So uh, Canada, when they were trying to decide their name, they ended up they just put a bunch of letters in a hat and then they started pulling them out. So the first letter they pull out, they go C A N A. D A. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real
0: story? <laughs> no, was, my buddy York told me that joke. I love that one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I was uh, you got me with that one dude. That was really good. <laughs> um, about traveling, I have a um, uh, I had this email from um, uh, our so we have we have lost people and faments. These are the, the listeners. Um, and he said, Fames, I've always been fascinated by and wanted to visit an Arab country. Hmm. I know I have a choice. I now have a choice to either travel to Saudi Arabia or Jordan, Jordan excuse me, hmm. for nine days. Have you been to any Arab countries? And if so, have you been to both of these countries or one of them? And could you tell me about their, my experience? So I have never been to a... Um, like, not Middle East. Middle East country. I don't know why they say Arab, but Lost Person, I have never been to one. But the closest I've ever been to, I always tell this, like, China, like, Western. This is so, so weird, because when you're, like, crossover, you're, like, where's West, what's East? Yeah, it's yeah. It's all relative, but I guess it was Western China. We're at this corner that it's all by, like, the Tagistans and all those. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was, like, right there at the corner, and that was, like, probably the most, because, you know, that population is more not, like, I, I guess it's just super Western China, but... That was the closest I've ever been to, but I always, um, I never had an appeal to go to an like an Arab country, just because I was telling my my wife this, I think a week or so ago, is just um, a lot of them are like heavily Muslim based. I don't have nothing against Muslim, but when I'm traveling, I like to drink, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to be disrespectful, and I just have to like, yeah. I, I I I'm I'm not working. So I yeah, want to yeah. drink, and most of those countries, you, I don't think it's uh, allowed and stuff. So,
2: I mean, I have heard
0: that uh, there are some little pockets that are
2: like their little like party areas where their Muslims go to like get away and drink. and
0: Really? It's
2: <laughs> maybe some cities that God isn't watching as closely as I think. Are but... you supposed
0: to be saying this, Greg, is the real question?
2: I don't know, man. <laughs> this might be one of the parts we got to edit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. I always so we'll get back to this person's thing, but I always want to go to, I really want to go to India. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm like, like, I know India is not like a lot of people don't want to go there, but I have like this, like appeal to go there. Yeah. It's a really big country. It's very interesting. And, um, I almost went, I was supposed to go before the pandemic. Oh, man. And, um, I don't know if you ever flew, uh, did you ever fly wild air? Wow Air, I loved Wow Air. Wow, the purple plane.
2: God damn, yeah. Wow Air was my favorite. I remember my first flight <laughs> I took with them. I saw all these like gorgeous Icelandic women come yeah, out yeah. in the like old school like purple sixty. Oh uniform. my goodness, and was, man! Like, the friendliest, nicest people. I'm like, I'm gonna be flying Wow Air everywhere wild- I go.
0: I want everyone. If you have a chance to Google Wow Air, it doesn't exist no more. But it was yeah. just like you. So you you fly from any like there's like probably six probably six eight cities in America and then you always fly to Iceland.
2: Right. You stop yeah. in Reykjavik for
0: Reykjavik the most like coldest airport no matter what time <laughs> of the fucking year it is. It's like you're getting off and it's like fucking a windstorm yeah. and I think you land right I think the ocean's like right there. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's not like Reykjavik proper. It's I think Keflavik is the yeah, airport and Keflika, it's like right yeah. right on the, the coast.
0: It's fucking and then um but I flew uh, I flew from Jersey, New Jersey, okay. EWR to, uh, I think I was going, to, I was going to Ireland, Okay, but, um, I, uh, we, we took a while air, super cheap. Yep. That's, and then that's
2: what made me go <laughs> and, for it.
0: And then I think I was in, uh, London and I was okay. flying from London to, uh, SFO and I took wild air and I was, I was, uh, I was, um, by this, this French dude. I was kind of upset. I was just done traveling. You know, that last like, I just yeah, don't want to yeah. travel no more. I just want to go to my own that, bed. That
2: trip home is always.
0: I was just like, there. fucking, I hate everybody right now. And I just like, you know what? I need a piss, but I'm not even going to tell this dude that's, he might know English, but he's French. I don't want to tell him I want to move because I always take a window seat. Yeah. And so I just like held my piss from Iceland all the way to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's an uncomfortable flight, man. It, I, I couldn't do that.
0: I was over just traveling at that moment. It was just, I was out like for a couple of weeks and stuff. and Just traveling, so. But anyways, Wild Air had a flight from SSFO for five forty nine round trip. Yeah. So Wild Air was really cheap. Uh, only thing is you had to be careful. You may you had to account for everything you're bringing because if not, baggage fees. That they will get your, get your ass. Get you. And yeah, it uh, was
2: like anything over like nine pounds. You were yeah. paying like 30 euros or something
0: yeah. like that. Yeah, and we were going to book it um, from CES, SFO to like India. And then we didn't do it. And then like I think a year later, I think they uh, they went under, unfortunately. Yeah, they, it was funny. The timing <laughs> of them going
2: under. I forget which trip I was planning, but I had been like saving my, my flights in kayak, and I was doing my research make sure I get the best deals and everything. And I had like highlighted this WOW Air flight was going to be my – to and from wherever I was going. I think I was going to Europe. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, I'm getting ready to book the flights, and that flight's just gone. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Where's the yeah. flight? And then just I'm like out. looking it up, and then I'm like trying to search for wow, and nothing's coming up. I'm like, what the hell? And it was like before they had like even announced, like the next day, they made like the announcement, like, oh, yeah, we're no longer an airline. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, oh, I better fig- figure something else out
0: then. I-, I remember that because those people still obviously travel on oh, wow, and they're, yeah. they're stranded. Totally. Like, it's stranded in Iceland, you know? I don't know much about Iceland, but you're stranded there now.
2: I mean, it's not a bad place to be stranded. It's beautiful there, but it is expensive there. Is it? Oh, yeah. Like, every, it's like $9 a beer at every bar, and, like, the Mm. food there is super pricey, but it is a beautiful place. I can't recommend it enough. One of my best friends I've made traveling is in in Reykjavik, and we still do a... Book club together every month. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, My nice. My friend Valborg.
0: The, uh, did you go to that Blue Lagoon thing?
2: Yes. I've been there twice now. Do
0: you man. think I would like it? Oh, yeah. Before you say yes, I have never been to any of the things in Nevada. What are they called? Hot Springs? Hot Springs. But I don't know if I'll like them because I hate the smell of sulfur. Hmm. Is the Blue is- Lagoon have enough candles going around it?
2: You know what? That is actually an interesting point and I'm actually the worst person to ask about anything that smells because I have a terrible sense of smell. Like I couldn't tell you. I think there is some like sulfur smells as you're like coming up and like parking and everything but I don't really remember it once you're in the pools. It's I think, not that potent. No yeah I think once you're in the pools like the water there you just smell like this like mineral water and then they're giving you these fancy like Creams to put on your face and in your hair. And it's like just the most relaxed. They give you these nice drinks. And it's, yeah, the most relaxed I've been in my life was the first time I went to the Blue Lagoon.
0: Is there a history behind that? Like, has that been going on for like centuries, do you know? Or did they just like find it and let's commercialize it?
2: You know, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I, I know it's fairly old, I think. But they've they've been using just geothermal. Like, they have all kinds of just natural... Like geothermal springs, like that, that they've been using for energy. Like, I'm pretty sure their energy is super cheap. They they leave like their Christmas lights up just year round because oh, really? it's
0: like nothing <laughs> to them. Like, I gotta, I, have to, I really want to go back up there.
2: I highly recommend it.
0: But um, back to this uh, lost person. I was reading, though, about Jordan. Hmm. And, I, and also, uh, I guess I was reading most about the countries like. Uh, um, Let's say Arab countries or Middle East, a lot of them. I was trying to see like what else would you do out there, just like you know, be fun and all. And I think a lot of these countries that have, um, they have like a lot of like biblical sites, yeah, that you can visit and stuff. And I think that was like was if, you, if you're like really big into that, that would be really cool. Is because uh, I think most of them, like, that's like a big appeal there.
2: Oh, yeah, that's like ancient civilizations, like, there's some some really interesting history if you could go check out there for sure
0: why not africa though you've been to south africa but why I'm not when are when are you gonna go to ethiopia or um i want to do that as well what's the other countries up there ethiopia
2: uh like by the Chad. horn over there there's like eritrea somalia somalia scares me i don't know about somalia like all I've heard about Somalia is like pirates <laughs> and they ain't like Johnny Depp.
0: Like, Why don't you stay in like the inner land? You think there's pirates there?
2: I mean, I think there's, there's risks there <laughs> that I'm, I'm not willing to take, but no, yeah, I, I definitely want to get back and see more of Africa. Like some of the friendliest people I got, uh, I got, I got lost a little bit in Cape town. I got stranded. Uh, my, I went to visit my cousin was finishing her, her bachelor. She was doing a study abroad in Cape town. Okay. And anytime I travel I don't like use I use my Wi Fi for everything. Like I don't set up like international It gets thing. pricey, man. Yeah. I don't blame you. So I had organized with my cousin to meet up with her at the beach and I figured like alright I'm gonna meet up with her and then we'll just go back to her place and then I'll have Wi Fi and I'll figure out how to get back to my hostel. But uh she didn't end up making it to the beach, so I'm there for like a few hours and then I'm getting ready to go home and I'm thinking, Well, she's not here and there's no like restaurants or anything around here with Wi-Fi, I'm, I'm just like, well, shit, what am I going to do? So I start just asking random people who are leaving the beach, like, hey, can I use your phone? I need to call a cab. I'm trying to get to this hostel. And a bunch of people are telling me, ah, oh, no, sorry, man. And then there's this one guy who's like, where are you trying to go? And I tell him, and he's like, you don't want to take a cab, man. They're going to rip you off. Like, here, let me take my friends home, and then I'll, I'll drive you there. And I was like, oh, man, you're saving my life. Thank you so much. So... He he puts me in the car, he, he goes and drops off his friends, and then he drives way out of his way into the middle of the city, city center to get me back to my hostel. And as he pulls over, like, I pull out some cash, and I'm just telling him, like, thank you so much, and I wanted to give him some cash, just, like, as a thank you for rescuing me. And he looked at me like I was crazy. He's like, no, I didn't do this for money. Like, uh, you, you needed help, and I was here to help you out. And,
0: oh, man. Yeah, very cool. Did you see any of those uh those um diamond mines? No, you, I really... St- I was there, like, a week, so I
2: basically just hung out in, like, the city center. Okay. I did a couple of hikes. There were some really cool mountains, like, just outside the city, but I didn't do a whole lot of exploring.
0: You weren't, like, um, Leonardo DiCaprio on, like, Blood Diamond?
2: Dude, that's a good movie. I haven't seen that one in a while. I love me some Leo.
0: Was that, like, kind of the vibe you were down there, though, you know? Kind of. Without the diamond part, obviously.
2: I mean, Cape Town, it was, like, a very touristy kind of beach place, and they have a big university there, so, like... Going out to the bars was very like kind of like a college town vibe. Okay, but it was it was a lot of fun in Cape Town. I loved it
0: there. I want to go to Cape Town.
2: There's yeah, the hiking there is incredible. The beaches are great. People are amazing. Cape Town, I'd really love to go back.
0: That's where they shot um, what's that alien movie? Someone's yelling at me again. What's that alien movie? Alien movie in Cape Town. Oh, in South Africa.
2: Yeah, yeah. District Nine.
0: District Nine. They have a new one coming out, I guess.
2: I mean, I think I've heard that for, like, 20 years, but <laughs> was, there is, is, is supposed that, to be a new
0: Is that, Is that, like, the tell like the Yeah.
2: Okay. He's working on some other movie. I, I just heard about Neil Blomkamp. I think it's a movie about, like, somebody, he's doing, like, a Gran Turismo. Like, you know that racing game? Yeah. There's, they're making a movie about it because somebody got so good at the game that they got invited to, like, some camp where they actually learned to be, like, an actual like race driver really yeah so they're making a movie about this person's story and I'm pretty sure it's Neil Blomkamp who's doing it
0: is it a real story
2: yeah true story somebody NASCAR no I think it's like I don't I don't want to say Formula One but I think it's more that style
0: okay like Indy 500 yeah jeez Louise I didn't know that well that's that's that makes makes a lot of sense why he's so hesitant on dropping uh, the continue of District 9
2: District 9 was great I really love what's his name Charlton Copley the the main guy in that one I think yeah like is an underrated actor they don't, sure. they
0: don't make as I go to the movies tomorrow but they don't make a lot of those movies like that no more
2: yeah there's a a lot fewer like original ideas like that out
0: there I was um, I heard this Leonardo DiCaprio speaking about him he's told Timothy what's that guy's name Chalamet Chalamet he said the two things don't do hard Core drugs, and don't do uh, superhero movies. Interesting. Yeah,
2: I mean, I feel like it's hard to follow advice from Leo because he's had such of a one of one of a kind career where he doesn't do like sequels to anything. Like he, he doesn't. Just, he do just it. does like whatever he wants and crushes it so hard that he wait. Can, just can do you that. confirm
0: that? He doesn't do sequels. I'm trying to remember. Is I that true? I don't think
2: he's ever done a sequel. I could be wrong. Catch but... me if
0: you can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I'm caught. The sequel. <laughs> now I'm caught.
2: <laughs> I love Catch Me If You Can. That's one of my favorite movies.
0: I guess he doesn't.
2: Oh, yeah. But is yeah. that
0: like a? That's pretty good though, right? I mean, you don't have it's, to. It's
2: very cool that he can just pick his projects and just say, "I like this original story. I'm going to put everything I have into this, and then not worry about having to." continue it on for three more movies and that kind of thing
0: has he ever been in a movie that he it wasn't good acting from him or was it like an overall bad movie um only movie I didn't like is because it's just not my kind of thing which is weird uh it was that one on Netflix uh like about like an asteroid was supposed to be hitting them the what it was like an asteroid that was coming like it was like a satire oh I forgot what it was called I didn't like it that much but I didn't finish it don't look up don't look up yeah
2: I, I enjoyed that one. I thought
0: it was funny. Maybe I was just too serious at the moment.
2: You got to be in the right mindset for it, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Leo. He's he's on a hot streak that's like unmatchable. Well,
0: what what movie has he been on been in that you think was like? Hmm. Because I like. Um. I love. I loved Inception.
2: Inception was really good.
0: I love the one when he like was fighting the bear. When he the went
2: Revenant, out. I haven't seen the whole thing of. I need to go back and watch that one.
0: Why haven't you seen it all the way?
2: I don't know. It's just one of the ones that got lost in the ether.
0: Lost in the ether. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens? Absolutely. Have they been here yet? Or are they here? Are they among us? They they could be among us. <laughs>
2: Brady today sent me... Let me just look it up real quick. Go ahead, man. He he sent me this uh, book about aliens that seems like undeniable proof that they do exist. Let me find just the title of it.
0: Well, thanks, you guys, for tuning in to uh, episode 30. We have a special guest, Greg. He's telling us about his beliefs in aliens. And if you believe in aliens and you have some alien (laughs) questions, lostwithfames at gmail.com. Go ahead, Greg. All right, so the name of this book is... Them Aliens
2: Got Me Faded. <laughs> what is this book? And it says, I got abducted and drunk and high on space kush. <laughs> <laughs> By jeriff B. Lazing Weed. <laughs> it really happened and I had a really good time. <laughs> so look out for that one, new
0: bestseller. I'm, I'm looking at it.
2: When Exclusive proof it. that uh, aliens are real. Are you going to bring that up in the book club? That might be might, might be next next month. If we're doing Shakespeare this month. Maybe next month it'll be them. Aliens got me faded.
0: The aliens got me faded. Are you? Do you guys usually stay on like um, you know, Shakespeare kind of theoretical? I'm not theoretical theater kind of books. No, you know what? That's kind of
2: one of the first plays we've done. We've done a whole lot of sci-fi. We've done a couple of series that have been really good. We did the whole Hitchhiker's Guide series. We did the, I think it's the Another Earth series by N.K. Jameson was also really good. But yeah, we've done a whole lot of sci-fi, and then just some kind of random ones, and some non-fiction.
0: And- I'm in a book club too. Um, we started probably two, three years ago. Um, I used to read the books, and then my other friends they used the audiobooks. But now I kind of transitioned all the way to audiobooks because it's a little, a little bit convenient for me. Just overall with traveling, with right. work, and just other stuff running. Yeah, yeah. And um, man, let me tell you. I love the big book club cuz you know you read a book and someone picks it and then you can see you know it's picking a book is hard because yeah. you, you don't want people like if I tell you to watch a movie that I really like I'm going to feel very like unquestion myself if you don't like it or right. I'm questioning yeah. you yeah, that's a bad most like feeling. I'm questioning like you
2: you share something with somebody and they just don't like it at all and you're like do I just have terrible taste yeah
0: you know so um <laughs> Those was uh, one of the biggest ones I picked in my book club. Was the uh, Three Body Problem? You should read it.
2: I've heard that's a really good one. I want to.
0: It's a the only tricky thing. It's a it's a um, it's a series or a trilogy. Oh okay. So it gets a little like I I liked it so much that I read the whole trilogy, but they're pretty the, long books. Yeah. Right? So the first book was like on audiobook was like twenty two hours. The second one was like twenty eight. The other one was like. Mid-30 hours. I mean, I got to nah. get some
2: headphones, and then in the ambulance, I got some downtime. I could start knocking out these audio
0: Yeah, or you could just... Or podcasts. Or podcasts, yeah. Lost in the Woods of Fames. But um, what, what, do you, what book have you picked recently? I want to so, know your taste
2: now. The last one I picked was actually really good sci-fi one by Andy Weir, the guy who wrote The Martian. Ooh. He did Project Hail Mary. Was, oh, I love that book. It was excellent. I really one. enjoyed that
0: one. I have, I have a bad really sucky story about that movie. I mean, not movie. They probably make a movie eventually about sure Project Hail Mary. So we did this in, um, in our book club. And, um, I must've, you know, sometimes, you know, when you do like a, a butt dial. Hmm. So I think I butt dialed kind of on my audiobook. So uh, I was listening to it and I was like, you had like jumped ahead. No, 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 I wasn't jumping ahead. It was like, you know, it, spoiler, we won't go too deep into it. people that haven't read it, but, uh, how it started you know he started on the spaceship mm-hmm. and he's waking up yeah so this whole time it was like like um a quarter or half the speed for like almost three four chapters i didn't know because <laughs> speaking real slow yeah because i thought like he was in this you know he was in the space oh. but i just never caught <laughs> on you know sometimes my mind doesn't you know it's I, sometimes my mind does things that doesn't Makes sense so I'm like like <laughs> don't we all yeah and um I was embarrassed because I was telling him like like all oh, this and then it was like you didn't catch on to that I was like well how would you have caught on because like if you remember the first I want to say the first chapter is like he's waking up and trying to get all his stuff and right. I thought it was like perfect yeah he's like
2: out of it like he's groggy so yeah. it makes sense for it. but him. I was and like damn well, he's
0: groggy for a, like, <laughs> a long time you know <laughs> so uh Damn, it was, it was a not my best moment in the book club, but it was. I love that book. It was really good. You know? I was, yeah, I was blown well, away by it. I love, uh, you know, I love sci-fi movies, books so much mm-hmm. that um, me and uh, me and Matt, we do a little one-on-one book thing, and I had to tell him like, um, just give me when you would suggest a book, let's try something out of sci-fi because I, I read a sci-fi book and then I'm like going down the deepest dark holes of yeah, yeah, YouTube, yeah. Wikipedia, all that stuff, and. Sometimes it, like, I start getting out of, not like in a creepy or scary way, but out of reality, (laughs) you know, and it just kind of gets like, like, what's the purpose of this, you know?
2: Your mind expands to the greater parts of the universe for a little bit. And that's the good thing about books, man, the book club, you know? How long have you been in your book club? Uh... (laughs) Fifteen months, something like that. Like, have okay. been doing it in a while now. It's, do you do you like the benefit from it? Oh, absolutely! Like, I was hardly reading at all before I started this, and now it's like at least I get one book in a month, and usually it leads to more. Like, I'll be reading that, and then I'll start just reading other things on my own. And
0: are you going to Barnes and Noble or what?
2: Uh no i I have a good app, um, Z Library. You can find almost like any book and just download like a PDF. The um, like the library, like. So it's like libraries? dot like org or something is this website where you can get an account and yeah, you can there's like a certain limit for how many you can download a month or whatever, but they have like pretty much every book. Like I've gotten textbooks and all kinds of stuff.
0: Really? Yeah. Z Library. Z Library. I gotta check that out. Oh yeah. Oh man, because uh um outside of reading, I do some other stuff and I like having textbooks and they always try to look at like the websites that you shouldn't be downloaded from for textbooks and uh i seem like they're limited those textbooks on those websites now
2: i mean textbook companies are crafty they're figuring out like at least for my like my i did my advanced emt class and i was thinking like for my emt class i was able to get my textbook through z library but for my advanced class they they had to you had to get like an access code and like access to these different tests and you could only get that through buying their book from them. So they figured out a way to get around the people who were uploading things to help people out.
0: I remember I was in college. I had a buddy, cause, uh, um, we were in the same class and I was trying, I did the math. I was like, if I copy all these pages at the university and it's like, I forgot how much it was cost a page yeah. compared to buying a book. Oh Would yeah. Would this be worthy? But it would be. You'll save money, but then you just have like fucking crazy amount of pages. Yeah. Up and you're going to
2: spend half a day putting <laughs> together your book. Like. And then
0: the fucking like it's all hot and shit. The printer is all <laughs> hot and all that, man. Yeah. But I I um when I was in college I did kind of wait a while to like see if I need a book or not. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I didn't do that the first couple semesters and then I quickly realized like I never touched that book this entire class yeah. after I paid $90 for it. So, yeah, now I'm going to start making sure we're
0: going to use this book before I buy it. And this book that you bought, we're not going to use it in the next semester. So, you're, it's your lost.
2: Oh, yeah. And you can you can sell it back to us. We'll give you $10. <laughs> Wait,
0: what are you going to do with this book since it's not here next semester? I'm going to build a fire with this. <laughs> Damn it. How dare you? No, but, um, yeah. I don't know how we got to that. Book club, yeah. Book clubs, book clubs are. Join right a there. book club. Yeah, yeah. Or a, a biker gang. <laughs> Either or. If you're not
2: yeah. doing one, you better be doing the other.
0: I, I don't know. What's um you know street vibrations coming down? You know, always think about I could pull off a nice little uh, leather vest and all.
2: Oh yeah, you'd look good in leather vest.
0: How many leather vests do you have? Zero. Why do you only have zero? You know what I?
2: I have no answer. It's it's inexcusable to be honest
0: you can always go to a thrift store and find one
2: thrift stores i'm a big thrift store guy my brother it goes to thrift stores like three times a week those are his thing
0: is there like a one that has higher quality than other ones for me i really like the spca bookstore off of
2: virginia right down what is it like virginia and plum or something like that they have they have clothes yeah they have great clothes like and they were doing a deal uh all last month where you could buy any two pieces of clothing get a third one free like i i scored these pants i'm wearing right now they look nice man thank you these are my favorite pants i wear them all the time now
0: (laughs) um the savers and the goodwill is the only ones i know of
2: there's also uh what is that over there on like fourth street there's a good thrift store it's one of like the Christian uh, ones, I think. Like they have like same, a, Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent's, yeah. They yeah. Have, they have some good stuff there as well. I got a lot of furniture for my place there. Well for like eight dollars. I got, I got like some nice Nike table. shoes
0: there for when I was a kid. Oh nice. It was like six bucks and there was like these like top of the line Nikes. Oh hell yeah. But the only thing is it was like I wore size six and they're like five. Hmm. So I was like walking with like crushed toes for a couple couple months. That's rough. You know, you just, but hey, man, it's, you know, you gotta. I know that struggle. Some, sometimes I've, you gotta I've lost my big
2: toenail several times due to,
0: due to my shoes. It's it's worth it, right? It can be. No, but um, yeah. But great. Tell us a little bit more about how your EMT went, man. You're almost to the next stage of the the process. Right.
2: I'm very close to starting working as an advanced
0: DMT, giving IVs and breathing treatments and maybe IOs if you really need it. When you were talking to me right now, were you counting my breaths? <laughs> How many breaths am <laughs> I in per minute? 12? I, I haven't been tracking you. Okay. You're at a reasonable rate. I'd say you're probably
2: 14, okay. 14 to 16 a minute. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, your oxygen levels are, I'm sure, are doing fine. You're a runner, so you're probably always in the I high sleep, 90s. I sleep.
0: I sleep. Uh, sometimes I sleep with my watch, and I sometimes drop to 38 beats per minute. No, I'm probably a little bit lower. 36 is lo- the lowest I've ever got.
2: Mine, like, I I don't know if I've ever seen mine below 50. Yeah, definitely not below 50. I think like 58 or 56 is like the lowest I've seen. Like when I mm-hmm. first woke up, my I think I just t- generally tend to run a little bit higher.
0: Yeah, 60s into 100 is ideal right anything under 50 under 60 if you're not healthy is bad right
2: but if, yeah but you can be a world-class athlete and then you get those low levels and you can just cruise there and that's
0: very good now my biggest concern is um, is so and we'll, we'll talk more about your EMT stuff but my biggest concern is um, I have um, sinus I'm saying sinus bradycardia, cardio whatever sinus whatever
2: right so it's just normal heart rhythm but a little bit slower
0: But with me doing these long distance running, eventually, um, I'm pretty much, uh, strengthening my heart literally. Right. You don't want your heart to gain muscles. Right. You don't
2: want it to like, and that's hypertrophy and like get really big. And that's what it is. Good to exercise it.
0: Right. But when you're doing the distance running, eventually I have to track it off and not doing no more. But that's what happens with a lot of distance runners. So they start, since they're doing it for so long, anything like, you know, one millimeter is significant with your heart. And then, that's why a lot of them uh, eventually start getting uh, pacemakers. Oh. Because they get the, they're going into, um, I want to say almost like a a first degree block. Hmm. First degree, like AV block. And it's because the signal's not coming through and just because of the They just gain that heart thing. Hmm. And I noticed that when I was working at my previous job, um, I was doing a lot of, um, I did a lot of, well, my primary job was doing VO2 stress tests. So we had hooked up to EKG monitor Hmm. and a lot of people that were like, you know, older and it was like, yeah, I was a marathon professional runner for most of my life. And then you just look at them and they just have that, that good old pacemaker. Damn. I don't want one, man. No. Yeah. That's, it's kind of scary. That's scary. But
2: I hadn't heard that before. I always, I always thought that was more like a genetic thing. Like you're kind of just predisposed if your your heart, you're working that much for it to grow like that.
0: It, it is, but I'm, I'm, I can guarantee now what I know is that if you keep doing endurance exercise, not just running just like primary endurance for like a long time, you know, like probably decades or so, mm-hmm. eventually, you, you know, you're losing that signal to okay. your heart. And your electrical signals so that's eventually you'll just get a lot and the, the, a lot of signs and symptoms is that people feel like I just don't have energy mm. you know and it's like oh, I used to always have energy right? and then, you know I'm just like I wake up and I don't have energy and then that's usually like the first sign that you're not even getting that signal you know you, well, it's not like a signal it's just like you just have a, a block that's what yeah. it is and stuff like that so anyways but EMT sorry None went on right. tangent.
2: Tangents are fun. It is. <laughs> EMT is has been a very fun job. First job I've had where I've really felt like I want to make it my career and had a blast. Reno's a great place to do it. We get all kinds of interesting folks with interesting problems and get to help
0: them out. You are you a uh, big into like being like a public? Um, I want to say servant, if that's the way. Because you, yeah. you you taught too. You 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 are a teacher yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I taught, I was mostly doing substitute
2: teaching, but as That's yeah. teaching. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I want to say, like, to the full-time teachers out there, it's so much more of a commitment and so much more stress that they have to deal with, so I respect them a lot okay. for waking up every day. Like, as a sub, I could decide one day, like, you know what, no, I'm not dealing with these kids today. I'm just not going to work. And R- roll out the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for a run, work some, work some <laughs> anger out from the previous day where these kids were yelling at me. <laughs> well
0: do you feel like there's any similarities with um being a teacher and you know going into uh as an emt and stuff like or any like ways sure. to reference stuff
2: i mean a lot of that is a lot of my teaching background has helped me out because a lot of what patients need is just education about things like they are having some unhealthy habits that they just haven't been taught how to do better and we can teach people how to take better care of themselves and direct them to resources they need and that kind of thing. And also just like learning how to be calm with people who are acting like children. Definitely. I got a lot of experience doing that teaching and that, that comes up pretty frequently as an EMT.
0: Yeah. How do you, how are you doing, um, in controlling the situations? I, so, you know me, I, I'm, I used to, I'm not really in healthcare no more. I'm in just a computer guy now. Yeah. And, but it was always interesting when you had those emergencies. Obviously, you're going to emergencies. I've rarely had them, but all those emergencies. And that's when you just know who has the ball and who doesn't. As yeah, a, yeah. the people you're working with. Because people will, will – I mean, probably you guys are a little bit different. I was working in a hospital. But some people would just stand around. yeah. But me, I would just take control because, you know, time is just so important. Totally. And, yeah. you know, you just – but I learned – From when I worked at this other hospital, because I didn't know much, but there was this dude that came in. I think we had, like, a a code blue, and this dude was like, all right, you do this, you do that. He was, like, a director. And I was like, damn, this dude, like, walked in. And it was like, just like a Jesus walking in, just, you know, that white outline. And he was telling us what to do. He told me to just float in the air and I'd float in the air and shit. And I was like, this is an emergency and stuff like that. But like, how's that like going on with you? And you know, not that just like just overall, just those are, those real life emergency situations. Like how have you like, what are you thinking to keep you calm and stuff? I mean, I'm pretty
2: good about locking in and making sure that I'm communicating with my partner who's, So I'm, I'm the EMT, my partner's the paramedics, so they're going to be running those serious calls. Yeah. So as, before we even get on scene, I'm talking to them like, what do you want me to be doing here? And they'll, they'll let me know what they want. And then I'm just very clear about making sure I execute everything that I can do within my scope to, to help the patient out. And usually I'm doing very simple kind of things, but everything's important in a scenario like that. And it's usually us and. A lot of guys from fire working together and everyone's got their own job and we're rotating through and we're all communicating and the main thing is yeah you just gotta it's important to have that guy who walks in like he's jesus and knows how to direct people like because i've been uh we had a intern who was working with me and my last partner and super smart guy but he was just brand new to it and when he was going to run his first uh, cardiac arrest we had he kind of froze up he didn't Know how to direct people very well, so my partner had to like swoop in and take over and guide yeah. everybody, and then everything went smoothly after that. But yeah, you definitely you need that person who's in charge and just making sure everyone knows what the plan is. and yeah. working together.
0: No, it's it's uh, and it takes you know it's just you do all this teaching. I mean, not teaching. You do all this learning, and just like once you're in like open fire or whatever they call it, it's a little bit different. But you know, yeah, you just have to learn from it. So much of what we do
2: is just yeah, you need to get those practice reps in and get comfortable with it, and then eventually it just comes second nature.
0: Do you believe the the ten thousand hour rule? The ten thousand hour rule, you know, I I
2: haven't done almost anything for ten thousand hours <laughs> in my life, so I, I can't really test that one. You know? I, I feel like I'm a I like
0: I like the idea, of it, but I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a master of none, you know, because yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. done anything for like ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours is a lot of time, like.
2: I've been, I've been trying to like expand my hobbies lately and get into doing more drawing. And I, I was actually thinking about the 10,000 hour rule So mm-hmm. I was like, so if I draw like an hour a day, every day for like a year, uh-huh. that's 365 hours. So to get to 10,000, that's like 30 years of drawing every day for
0: an hour. And it's
2: like, it's going to take me that
0: long to be an expert. At this I feel like, um. Is it really, is is it 10,000 or or am I I adding an extra zero? No, it's 10,000. Jeez Louise. Yeah. That's why I'm a master of none. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's 10,000 hours is a big commitment. Damn.
0: Shit, man. Well, I'm I'm really proud of you, man. That's really cool. Thank you. You you have like the most interesting like career path in a good way.
2: I mean, I'm very lucky. Brady is the whole reason I got into it. Like hearing his stories as a paramedic and. I'm, I'm very thankful that he was able to help guide me into the process. And he's, like,
0: one of the connected. most calmest persons I know.
2: I got to work <laughs> with him one day, and he is he is amazing with people. His, his patient care is second to none. Like, he's, first and foremost, just making sure that every patient is taken care of and they're comfortable. He plays their favorite songs sometimes. Yeah. Like he's just chit-chatting with them, and they could have some serious things going on, but they forget about it because he's that good with people.
0: No, he's uh, – there's only a few people I know like him like just very personable and nice. just a great overall person, you know? And it's like, I remember so many times I went out and it's like, everyone's like went out the way just to make sure they say hi to him. i was like, yeah, this guy is an amazing person. I would like him to give me the CPR, the 30 and two, you know? And then have you did the, 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 uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Stay staying alive. alive. And have you did that on the, on, on the person yet? Oh, I've done that, yeah, several times. Okay, yeah, they survived, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the ones the ones we had
2: a shout at, at surviving survived. <laughs> a lot of times we get there, and unfortunately, it's too late. Oh, A lot of that is because people who are on scene don't know how to do CPR. I, I think there's been several calls where I've showed up, and I thought, man, if only these bystanders knew what they were doing with CPR, they could have started this way earlier before we got here, and then maybe we could have had a shot. Well,
0: well, that's an interesting thing I want to bring up then, because um, there's a... I don't know if there's a lot of classes or a lot of people who are teaching CPRs like that's like involved in like workplaces or anything right. but do you feel like there's a, a shift in the world or maybe America in particular that instead of excuse me doing CPR they're just pulling out their phones to record this moment
2: Uh there's definitely that is a, a big thing like the bystander syndrome kind of thing like yeah. people want to be capturing what's going on instead of helping out
0: but yeah, and this, there's a possibility I, that this could be their last moments, too. Right, and
2: it's a scary thing. Uh, I haven't run into too much of that in the field, but I'm sure it does happen.
0: Instead of just, how do we just get that switch over, you know, drop the phones?
2: I mean, that's tough, especially with people who this generation has only known, like, the having the phone all the time. Because like, we were pretty young when, when these— phones came out and changed everything
0: like yeah i didn't have a phone really until like after i could get a real job so i remember i had a flip phone back in like
2: middle school that i could play like snake on yeah but i wasn't like texting anyone yeah
0: you know i was trying to get on like these weird websites every once in a while you know we didn't have wi-fi or anything (laughs) (laughs) So, well, before we we call it quits on this, I have one more. uh, Oh, shit, we're uh, already approaching the end. Oh, yeah, we're getting close. One of the Fameettes reached out to me. Another Fameettes. Great. I don't even know they knew you were coming in, but I knew that I did to tell them that I have a special guest. So this uh, this is a question they asked me. So, Fames, I'm having trouble to tell my husband that I'm finally ready to be his wife now. As I told Greg, he has his eyebrows have raised and looked confused. Don't worry, Greg. I'll be more than happy to tell you this complicated story. So she says, My husband and I are married. All right. So it seems like it's kind of confusing already. But make this story longer than short. It's a lot of family issues, depth, and cultural things involved. So. I was forced to marry him and I got married at 23 years old and my husband was 28. It's been three years since our marriage and what I respect about him is never touched me or even try to make me do things I don't want to. And this included including getting intimate. We never get intimate because I told him that I'm not ready for it and he respected the res- that respect slowly grown into me actually liking him. I just don't know. But he looks so much better in my eyes these days than three years ago. But I just don't know how to tell him that I'm finally ready to be his wife that he wants. Not going to lie. I feel very ashamed of myself to for basically ignoring him all these years. Any advice on how I should approach this situation without embarrassing myself? Fames. And now Greg's here. Fame Ants, wow. we have a special guest to answer that.
2: That is a very. I was not expecting any kind of scenario you, like you this. You never
0: know. Lostwithfames at gmail dot com. Yeah,
2: yeah, let's get lost in this one. That, uh, <laughs> that is a very cool kind of situation. Like, so it's like an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. and they've been together three years, and he's been patient and respecting her wishes the whole way. Yeah, which is important. So that's 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 good quality man right there. That right? is
0: good quality man. There's a lot of. Uh... Horn dogs out there, and, sure. and entitlement people too.
2: Right, and you don't got to be a horn dog for three years to be a long time. Like,
0: <laughs> three years is a long time. It is very but, long. But long. that's very
2: cool that he respected you and let that relationship grow, and that's even more amazing. But now you feel like you can open yourself up in that way. You know, I think you don't. You're not gonna have a problem telling him this. This is good news. Like that, you guys are ready to move forward in the next step, and he'll be happy to hear it. So. To speak from the heart, be honest and enjoy the rest of your marriage. I'm happy for you.
0: Yeah. I, 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 am all what Greg says. It's, it's really interesting to hear about like how, how they, how someone can grow to that, you know, yeah, yeah. to that, you know,
2: I've and, heard that's a very common thing with like arranged marriages. Cause like, obviously you're starting out a lot of times you're complete strangers, but it's like any relationship where if you, if you put in the effort and you take the time, it can grow into something that's really beautiful.
0: Yeah. I know a lot of like, I guess maybe not, they're not arranged, but a lot of religious marriage that like super religious kind of like, you know, they don't wait until they get, you know, to do that intimate until they're married and stuff. And I think just building up like to any moment, not just like the intimate moment, but just any like thing is like important, you know, like building up to go through this process of respecting each other and like, let's say picking a house or picking a car or picking the furniture or anything like that. And just how much it plays out instead of, oops, sorry. Instead of just like going zero to 100 in it.
2: Yeah. You know? yeah. And kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like things matter more when you put more effort into them, you put yeah. more, more time into something.
0: It's going to mean more to you. So think you know, there's a 10,000 hours to being a husband <laughs> or a wife.
2: I don't know if you could even ten thousand hours might not be enough. You gotta <laughs> you gotta grow and adapt for probably thirty forty thousand hours. You want to do that one right?
0: Yeah. Well, um, fame it or lost person, whatever one you are, most likely a lost person. Yeah, just tell your husband um that you're ready in the most way best way your husband can say. It, it doesn't have to be ready. Everyone has like a way to say something they're ready to their partner. And like for instance, Greg. I'm ready. I'll show him a drink. That's my ready for me and Greg here. You know, let's drink up, man. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's really cool. I uh, uh this was actually kind of shocked me because uh, I'm not really too familiar with like arranged marriages and stuff no, too. Yeah. So, that's, but yeah. yeah, that's cool. Well, Dale and Greg, I'm getting close to the time. Um, i I'm, I got to admit, I love getting lost with you. Do you feel like you got lost? You know what? I feel like we were just
2: right on track path through the woods this entire way like yeah. everything just felt so natural we were just going right along
0: but where are we right now
2: but, but we we got lost in a very good place
0: you know um i have a compass that i use for this podcast but it's outdated so that's why we get lost a lot of these times you know yeah. maybe i need to upgrade my system but i like getting lost with my um my guest. It's, it's
2: an excellent place to get lost here. I, I was very happy to be your guest.
0: Well, I'm happy you're here. Um, hopefully, any of my lost people are famous. If you guys see Grave, hopefully it's not in uniform. Hopefully, it's outside of uniform. Right. But if it's in uniform.
2: If it's in uniform, uh, I'll give you the best care that you deserve.
0: And if not. You'll get lost into a different place that we don't or know. Or I of. might
2: get lost driving the ambulance and you'll move on to a better place. There we go. Anyways, uh, Greg, it's good to have
0: you. Until next time. I'll, you better be back on here. Oh, again. yeah, yeah. Until Any, next time. Anytime wait, I wait. Before we go, go, recommend a book for my listeners real quick.
2: Ooh. I'm going to go. My favorite book I've ever read, Catch-22, Joseph Heller, funniest book in the whole world. Read Catch-22.
0: 22. Catch-22. 22. Next time you come on, I'm going to tell you I read it and we're going to talk about it.
2: Please do. Like I love that book. It's it's literally every chapter will have you roll and laugh and it's it's one of a kind. I'm
0: about to download it tonight.
2: Cheers, buddy.
0: Cheers. Alright, have a good one, you guys. Well, you play.